Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. This week we sit down with Ryan Malberg. He is a realtor and mortgage broker in Saskatoon. And what I wanted to do with this episode was really explore the differences between both of these professions and kind of focus in on the pros and cons of each. And, you know, I'm specifically design designing this episode for someone who might be thinking of becoming either a realtor or a mortgage broker, but this is also going to be a fantastic episode for anyone who's wondering about these specific jobs and exactly how they work. Hope you enjoy. This is the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, the show that highlights Saskatchewan real estate. Looking to buy your first house, your next investment property? Subscribe to never miss an episode. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Hello and welcome back to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Caroni. Here on the podcast, we love to touch on all things real estate and all things Saskatchewan. If this is the type of content that you're looking for, we air weekly episodes every single Monday. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button to never miss any of those episodes. This has been a podcast that has been a long time in the coming. We've been chatting about this for, I think, about a year. And finally, we have Ryan Malberg on the podcast. And today, Ryan's really going to help us explain the difference between realtors and mortgage brokers because Ryan himself is both of those entities. So without further ado, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's uh, like you said, it's uh, been a long time coming, it feels like. So it's good to be here. Ryan and I work in the same office as mortgage brokers, but you do have the advantage of me of also being a realtor. And this is what we're really looking for, a perspective of both worlds. And really, I'm kind of uh, looking at this episode to be one. If someone is thinking about becoming a mm -hmm. realtor or a mortgage broker, you'd really be able to help uh, make that decision. Or if anyone's curious what kind of our lives look like, uh, you'll kind of give us the, the dirty details. So let's just get into your background, Ryan, first of all, and how you kind of got into both industries and just a little bit about yourself to start it off. Yeah, great, for sure. Um, so I guess background, I uh, got a commerce degree uh, in finance. So kind of my, I started off in the um, entering into university going, I don't want to do anything with numbers. And then all of a sudden, here I am, I'm, I'm, I deal with numbers on a regular basis. So I've got a, a major in finance. And um, uh, from there, I started off with CIBC, actually, at, at a university. I spent seven years with CIBC and did um, I was, I guess, involved in many different positions. I started off as a teller and, um, uh, and then from there I went and became, uh, uh, part of the wealth management team and with the financial advisors. And then from there I became a small business advisor. And that's kind of when the mortgage brokering started for me because I actually, for the, the owner of ISAS mortgage brokers, uh, Scott Trombley, he actually came into my office and was opening up a bank account for his mortgage business. And so I was inquiring, like, what's this all about? And it was right at a time when I was looking for a change. He's like, well, why don't you come over and work with us? And so six months later, that's when I became a mortgage broker. And uh, so that was back in 2000, January 2006 is when I became a mortgage broker. And um, uh, so left CIBC behind and never looked back. And it was the, the best career decision I made uh, for sure. So, um, so that's kind of a bit of the, the background um, from the mortgage side of it. And, uh, and then I got into real estate here about uh, six years ago, seven years ago. Um, we've had our own real estate company back in Nip one since 1946. Um, so my great grandpa started 
uh, my grandpa took over, then my dad took over, and then dad mentioned he was looking at selling the business. And I'm like, well, hey, um, I wouldn't uh, mind becoming a realtor as well. So dad said, yeah, for sure. So he, he was my mentor for two years before he officially retired and walked away from the business. And, um, and then after that was done, then I started up my own company, M Realty, here uh, within the last, uh, well, I guess it's been almost four years now. So That's awesome. So you definitely have more of a, a work background in mortgage brokering, but you have such a family history uh, of being in real estate and, and being realtors. So you're the perfect person to, to kind of go through this topic with us. And basically what I'd like to do, Ryan, is I'll present a different aspect of the business. And then I'd love to get your take on both of those. So let's start it off mm -hmm. with time. If you're becoming a mortgage broker or a realtor, what are the time demands of each and and what do kind of they look like? Whether we're talking freedom of time, how much it mm. takes to to work on a deal uh, and just kind of take us through the pros and cons of each. It's a really good question. It's one that I've uh, addressed over the years um, with uh, individuals that are looking to get into the industry. And when I started off as a mortgage broker, of course, I, you know, I had a fairly good idea what realtors did. You know, and I was familiar with the documents and, and stuff like that, but you really don't know everything until you actually get into it and start working within that industry. And um, the nice thing about mortgage brokering is, is that it's essentially, you know, let's call it a Monday to Friday job. Even though it's not, we're still working, you know, some evenings, some weekends, stuff like that. We can at least say to our clients, look, it's, you know, yeah, the banks are closed and they are. Our lenders are gone home uh, after Friday. You know, they're, they're gone for the weekend. So, we, you know, we kind of have a bit of a break in our business that way. Um, however, the, the real estate side of thing is, is, is essentially every day, all day, all times of the day. Um, and that can be a bit of a, a, a challenge at times. Um, but keep in mind that, you know, yes, you're in charge of your own schedule. However, you still have to work within the your, your buyers and sellers uh, requests as well. So, yeah, it ends up by being a lot more, you know, evenings, weekends, just odd hours. Um, but it, it's something that you just get used to, especially being in the mortgage business, uh, you know, being self-employed. You're you're already kind of used to that 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 schedule, if you will. So, um uh, but I do find that the real estate is a little bit more challenging to manage your time. The mortgage stuff is is a little bit easier that way. How about on a deal standpoint, Ryan? I know that every deal is going to be a little bit different and some files can be really quick and others can be long and drawn out. But if we were to just take like an average of your business that would come as a real estate agent versus as a mortgage broker, what takes more time when you're dealing with a client as a real estate agent or a mortgage broker? Yeah, I like that question because it's uh, um, it, it's when I when I got into becoming a realtor, and I remember the very first deal I did, and I called Dad, who was my my mentor at the time, and I'm like, okay, I got this uh, this buyer, they want to buy this house. What do I need to do for documents? He's like, well, just fill out this one offer to purchase form. I'm like, that's it. What? Just just one form? That's all I'm dealing with right now. And he's like, yep. And I'm like. Oh my goodness, it's like so much less work uh, paper-wise uh, than becoming or uh, as a mortgage broker, and especially coming from the the banking world and the compliance and the due diligence and stuff like that. They just drilled that into my head, so that's all I've been used to, and 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 um, so the 
the mortgage stuff for sure is a lot more cumbersome. You get way more paperwork you have to process. And yes, we get used to it, um, but it was something that, uh, again, going into the real estate world, is like, wow, this is a far less uh, paperwork involved. Now, now, not to say that from a time commitment though, overall, if you're looking at a start to finish um, on a file, whether you're acting as a buying agent or a listing agent, or if you're handling someone's mortgage file, you know, there's, st there's actually more involved with uh, the real estate side, especially start to showing houses. Well, geez, you might have to show someone 20 houses. Well, there's almost 20 hours uh, of, of your time to working with that. And then once you get an accepted offer in place, now there's all the other conditions you've got to follow up and all the paperwork you got to do. So, I still feel like the mortgage stuff is a little bit more cumbersome and, and a lot more involved. Um, but yeah, from a time commitment, the real estate stuff can certainly be a lot more of a time commitment. Right. And I'd imagine during that kind of crunch time when you're trying to get your conditions satisfied, both a real estate agent and a mortgage broker are going to be working very hard for a one or two week period. So would you say that that would kind of level it out when you're in kind of those moments of getting an offer across, would there be some equilibrium there? Yeah, I suppose. I, I, I think if you kind of like to your point, if, if we're just looking at once we get an accepted offer in place, I would feel that the, um, the real estate is a lot less time involved. Hmm. Than, than as a mortgage broker. So the mortgage broker for that two week period, if you will, like you've just indicated, is a lot more involved from a time commitment than it is with the real estate file. Awesome. Yeah, really great answers yeah. there, Ryan. And I think that kind of helps illustrate that there's not one size that fits all, but in general, here are the situations that you're going to kind of run into with this. All right, moving mm -hmm. on to the next one, technical skills needed to be able to complete the both jobs. So uh, on this one, I'm kind of thinking what type of people skills, technical, technical knowledge and negotiation skills do you need? So first, uh, let's just go through uh, technical knowledge. So to become a mortgage broker versus becoming a realtor, take us through how mm -hmm. those two differ from each other. So when you say technical, are you talking about just like the stuff that's involved with the, uh, the, the process? Yes. So like if we were to take a, a deal from, from nut to bolt, it, which one is more technical? Would it be a realtor or a mortgage broker? I would say mortgage broker. Um, again, a lot more, you know, when I got into this business, I, I, I got to, or I, doing both the, the real estate and the mortgage brokering, um, I could see more mortgage brokers becoming realtors, but mm. I wouldn't see, see, more realtors also becoming a mortgage broker because I feel the mortgage brokering side of things is a lot harder, if I can say it that way. Uh, it's a lot more technical. Um, it's just a lot more to learn and understand. Uh, and it's just a lot more involved and so many different scenarios that come into play uh, with, a, with a mortgage file than it is with a real estate file. And don't get me wrong, the real estate stuff can be a little bit more complicated at times too, but, but for the most part, I find most of them are, most of them are pretty standard, if you will. Um, you know, the negotiating side of things, of course, is more, you know, more the real estate side of things. Uh, a lot more, you know, back and forth with uh, certain things that arise during the home inspection or just the negotiating of the offer, the price and conditions and stuff like that. 
Um, certainly, you got to have a, a strong skill set and the ability to 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 work with um, you know another realtor as well. So that was something that took me a little bit of getting used to. Um, and but overall, though, I still feel like that from technical side of things, the mortgage side is more difficult. Right. When you're talking about negotiating, and I'll kind of speak to this one or my interpretation of it. As a mortgage broker, we're not doing as much negotiating as we are trying to find the right bank for that client. And so we're taking a situation and we're putting up it up against all these different lenders and we're saying, you know, where's the best products? Where's the best rate? What term works for these clients? What situation do we have to navigate? And so there's not as much going to the bank and saying, you know, bring this right down or I'm taking this somewhere else. Typically, right. we're looking for other things on that side where from the real the, from the realtor standpoint, you really are negotiating with that, you know, seller's realtor and the seller wants as much money as they can get for the property and you're trying to get the best price for your clients yeah. and vice versa in those situations. Yeah, no, well said. You're you're exactly right. The the negotiated side is not as much on the uh, uh, the mortgage stuff for sure, but the mortgage stuff has a, an interesting side to it as well. When you're trying to put together these complex deals, and and we all know in this world that you know we don't see many easy deals, uh, you know, or we like to call them slam dunk deals. Uh, they're not as common as we would like them to be for sure. So there's always these complexities that come to the table with a mortgage file. And um, so that's that's one of the biggest challenges I feel like in, within our mortgage world. And, you know, figuring out which lender would be comfortable with this particular set of variables or parameters on a particular file. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a big difference there between the real estate and the, uh, uh, and the mortgage side. Last note on this one, let's just touch on people skills. And I know this one can be very broad because you could be a broker with no people skills, but still be an excellent broker. And probably the same could be said for a realtor. But if we yeah. were looking at it in a generalized basis, um, can you touch on the different people skills that you need for both jobs and which one I, you would might say you need a bit more people skills to succeed in? I would say the real estate side, you need more people skills. Uh, that would be something that I've noticed that it's uh, it's a really interesting transaction when you start to walk through homes with buyers hmm. and, 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 and the dialogue that you're having with every one of them or going through every house require you, you're talking about a whole bunch of different things. You know, all of a sudden the location of that particular property maybe backs onto an open field or one that maybe backs onto a multi-unit complex. And what are the what are the challenges with each one of these properties that, you know, and looking down the road, which ones are more marketable? And, and you're constantly picking apart these properties as you go through them. And you're trying to genuinely, at least I do, try to assist this buyer and in the sense of, you know, making sure they're getting into the right house and one that is going to be marketable down the road because likely they're going to be selling this house at some point in their lives. And so why will that house sell quicker than a, another particular home? So mm. there's a lot of dialogue and, and conversations that go on with a real estate transaction than compared to a mortgage one. A mortgage one is like you're just talking to the clients like, hey, I need these documents. Here's what we're up to. Um, send me the stuff and I'll get back to you. And then all of a sudden things go quiet for a couple of days. 
So, and not to say that we don't interact with our clients lots, we still do, yes, and you still got to update them and, and, and still converse with them, but it's, it's way more involved on the real estate side, and especially when you get into the negotiating with the other realtors and communicating with lawyers on a regular basis and dealing with home inspectors and dealing with the city of Saskatoon, for example, there's just a lot of parties involved that you're constantly having to talk to. So the people skills for sure are more prevalent in the real estate. That's great. Okay, next one. And I, I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask it for you anyway. Which one is harder to get certified in? So to become a broker, uh, to the best of my mm -hmm. knowledge, it's uh, basically if you were to sit down and write it, it's a two week course. There's an exam to follow the the entry level fee, I think is $1,000 or so. What are we looking at from the re from a realtor standpoint, Ryan? Yeah, the real estate side of it is um, uh, a bit more involved currently. They're, they're trying to, uh, and I could be wrong on this because it's been a, a number of years since I've written the exam, but what happens is, is that they, when we first got into the business, we had to write uh, four exams. And we had to do residential, commercial, and agricultural, and then another one main kind of comprehensive exam. And it costs, you know, from start to finish, from the time you, you do your course, it took me about almost a, a year. And now granted, I was had a young family and, uh, you know, with the four kids and that were occupying a lot of my time plus running my mortgage business. So I kind of stretched it out a little bit longer than I probably needed to. Um, but overall, though, the um, uh, start to finish with the real estate side and, and all the fees for the courses and licensing fees, it's probably going to run you almost $10,000. Wow. to to get in, get involved to become a realtor. So barriers to entry, 100% more. The, the real estate side is a lot harder to get into than the mortgage side. You know, and with both, it's very interesting because I think you make a good point that it took you a, a long time. You're a mortgage broker, had a young family, but that's going to be a very similar situation to a lot of people who enter mm -hmm. into either one of these fields. Typically, you yeah. do not want to quit your job before you're licensed. In fact, I would recommend people always get the licensing done. And then, you know, you can look at your your personal situation as to whether you want to keep working at your existing job or not. But I would recommend you do not need to quit your job to partake in these classes or, or to start this training. Is that something that you would agree with, Ryan? Or do you have a, a note on that? Yeah, no, I, I think you, you you said it perfectly because this is how I, I get calls uh often throughout the year from the mortgage side or the real estate side, people looking at entering the business. And, and that's exactly what I tell them. I'm like, do not quit what you're doing right now. Let's get you started, get you enrolled in these courses. And, um, and then once we're done, then we can get you moved over. And um, so there's some uh, mortgage brokers out there that continue to work that job after they become a mortgage broker or continue to be, you know, work that job becoming or still be staying as a realtor as well. So, um, and I guess if you can find a brokerage that is willing to take you on with, with that particular, uh, structure, then, then great. Um, I know personally that, you know, with the, the team that we've created and that we would prefer to have people that are more full time, um, and committing just to this particular industry. Um, but certainly something that, um, um, each person has their own set of, um, uh, you know, challenges, I guess you can say, and if, whether it's financial or timing, whatever it might be. So, all right. So kind of leading on from that, Ryan, if we're talking, you're, you're certified and you're ready to be your, your first day as a, a mortgage uh, associate or a real estate agent, which one would you find 
is the harder industry to to break into or to get your start. Now, both can be really tough, but do you have a thought on which one would be, there might be a little bit more of a mountain to climb there? Jeez, that's a good question. I, I, I would almost want to say that they're both very equal. I, they, they're both such a similar industry. You know, um, they I, I don't see one being a little bit easier to get into, if you will, because you're essentially what you're doing is you're, you're, you're building a business. That's it. Whether you're a mortgage broker or a realtor, you got to get out there and pound the pavement and, and, and find clients. And it, you know, the business model is very similar. So um, I, I don't, you know, sure there's, you know, is there more realtors in the city than there are mortgage brokers? Perhaps. Um, so does that make it harder? Maybe a little bit, but regardless, again, we're, we're in this business as such that people are coming to, to me because it's me. It's not because I've got a certain brand above my head. They're coming to me because they want to deal with Ryan Mulberg. So um, how did I find that business though? And, and how did, you know, so to me, that's the, the biggest challenge. I can train anybody to become a mortgage broker or become a realtor. That's easy. I can't train you to go get the business. Hmm. And that's that's the number one challenge. Sure, I can give you some pointers and and you know steer you in the right direction, but I'm not going to sit there and wake you up in the morning and drive you around to you know meetings and stuff like that. That's all up to you. So both businesses are very very similar in that regards. So uh, probably a, a common theme to that is you must be a self starter in order to survive hmm. on the solo model. Like maybe you can join a team and you can be a part of a cog of a business within a, a brokerage or, or something of that nature. But if you're starting on your own as a real estate agent or a mortgage broker, you need to be able to have a fire in your belly when you wake up in the morning and, and start work. Unquestionably. Uh, but I kind of want to just take your point a little bit further, if I could, as uh, when you, when, when individuals are looking at getting into the business and they're interviewing brokerages, whether it's the mortgage brokerages and or real estate brokerages, and maybe interviewing a certain team, uh, whether it's a mortgage team or, or a real estate team. Um, I, I would caution and just say, you know, be careful because a lot of these teams and brokerages will say, oh, we've got all this extra business coming in and we have no idea who to give it to. And you know what? We can pretty much guarantee you 10 leads a week kind of thing. Yeah, be careful with that. Um, you know, that might be a way for them to get you into their brokerage. And then all of a sudden you soon see that, okay, those leads aren't very good leads. Uh, and they're keeping all the better ones for themselves. Uh, you know, sure with time, maybe that changes a bit, but to you, with you being a rookie to the team, yeah, you're not going to get the best stuff and, and you may not get as many leads as you actually think you will. So yeah, it's, you got to get out there, have the fire in your belly and give her, you know, that's, that's my biggest thing. One thing that people watching this are probably most curious about, and I'll ask you to touch on it. If we're comparing mortgage brokering to real estate agents, which one in your opinion has the, the potential for more income? And I'll, I'll put a slight variation on this in which one provides more steady income. Oof. I, well, okay, so the steady income, I would say mortgage brokering, especially after you've been in it for a while and you've established a, a, a group of clients or or your 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 um, um, yeah your your book of business essentially. Because what happens is it, there's that person may not ever sell that house, 
but you could always do their mortgage every three or five years or whatever it might be. So their mortgages come up for renewal or they want to do a renovation and need some cash for their to do that. Well, now you're doing a refinance app. Maybe you can transfer it to a new lender. Maybe they do end up by buying a house for their kid or their parents or whatever, and they do need another mortgage. So you've got way more avenues for revenue with the mortgage business. So for me, that would be a lot more steady of a business um, than, than the real estate would be. Awesome. And from a, a value or like a top limit, if you were the best real estate agents in Saskatoon versus the best mortgage broker, just in your opinion, which one is making more money? Real estate agent. Okay. So the commission yeah. structure of a real estate agent, you have the potential for more income. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, the, 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 the revenue per deal would be higher. So and, and I have it yeah. written down here. And I think it kind of ties in to the first question I asked you, but is that offset by other factors of the job? So you might have the potential for more income of being a realtor. But there I would say just from my personal perspective, there's more flexibility as a mortgage broker and that I can go on vacation, I can be in Mexico, and I can still mm -hmm. be communicating with my clients, I can still submit to lenders, where it's really hard for me to be in Mexico and still show clients houses. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said it perfectly. I think that's the, the biggest thing is um, that the flexibility of the mortgage world provides you is that ability to work from the cabin and work from wherever you want um, in the world for that matter. And, um, but yeah, the real estate stuff is, is challenging. And it's something that I've even experienced from a realtor, uh, being a realtor as well, is that when I go up to the cabin, if all of a sudden I get a phone call to say, Hey, Ryan, I want to go look at a house. It's like, now I'm either driving back into the city uh, or I'm having to try to find someone else to maybe do the showing for me. And um, so this is one of the things that I've been trying to work on for my real estate business this year is to find a realtor to join my team. So um, that's a little bit of a plug for anybody out there interested in getting into the business. Um, so that would be, you know, take a lot of stress off my shoulders, knowing that, OK, once I head out of town, that if something does come up, it's like, I can just call up my other agent and say, hey, can you go show some houses or help this person out with this? And uh, but yeah, you're right, because otherwise you have to physically drive back to the city and, and help them with it. So, yeah, certainly the mortgage brokering world does provide that more, more flexibility. And now with like Starlink and stuff like that, you can much, pretty much be on an island and, you know, wherever and, and still have access to the world. So right. Access to Internet and you can really be anywhere and, and, and do what a mortgage broker does. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. We're about to, to wrap it up here, Ryan. Do you have any last thoughts on mortgage brokering and being a realtor and, and anything that you'd like to just quickly add on this subject? Well, I think the biggest thing for me was, is that I, I love the flexibility of it. it. It, you know, I've got four, four kids and um, my youngest was uh, six months old. Uh, or my pardon, my oldest or my firstborn was six months old when I got into this this world or into this mortgage business world, and um, the flexibility it's given me with my my family and and having a young family uh, has been just uh, I don't know how I would have done it otherwise. So you know we often talk about it here in the office about you know how lucky we are to have um, you know you know a lifestyle like this where we have that flexibility. Don't get me wrong, sure it, there's still 
a lot of more stress involved than people actually think what we do. And, um, um, but yeah, the, the biggest thing for me is just having that work-life balance has been, been huge for me. There was one question, one more question that I really wanted to ask you, because I think I get it probably the most. It's why don't you also become a real estate agent? Or if you're a realtor, why don't you become a mortgage broker? So I know a lot of realtors. I know a lot of mortgage brokers. You are one of the only ones that does both. Just please elaborate on why we don't see more crossover between the two. It's what I guess I've questioned myself. Um, I was the only one in Saskatchewan for the longest time. Uh, doing this. And I've had people reach out to me across the country. Um, so I've done some other interviews over the years about this. And um, um, there's still very, very few uh, people doing this dual um, business. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the reason is. I, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people think it's a conflict of interest mm. and think, well, how can you have you know, hold both licenses. But, you know, of course, before I got into this and spent the $10,000 becoming a realtor, I want to make darn sure that, yes, this was allowed. And yeah, neither, neither, um, uh, uh, I guess the regulatory bodies, thank you, regulatory bodies uh, had any issues with this whatsoever. And and nor should they, there, there's no, there is no conflict of interest here, you know, so, um, but I, I, maybe that's part of it. Maybe people think that you just can't, Right. Um, now, granted, some people just one don't want to uh, run two businesses either, and um, you know it's it, and again getting back to my point earlier about um, it's a lot easier becoming a realtor if you're a mortgage broker, but not as easy becoming a mortgage broker if you're a realtor. Uh, it's, it's just a much learning curve is much steeper on the mortgage side of it. Right, the skill sets involved with both a take a lot of time to develop. And some of this stuff is day to day. And the more thing, the one thing that you're doing the most, you're going to develop that muscle. And because mortgage brokering and being a realtor, they are separate jobs, but they are both involved. um, You do have to stay kind of on top of that. So I think it does take someone like you who had this huge background of of banking beforehand and also uh, a big family connection there. So you kind of understood the, the real estate side as well. So you know, uh, uniquely positioned to, to be able to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well said I had, yeah, no, thank you. I'd say, so, yeah, I had a lot of experience with the real estate stuff, you know, with, uh, you know, rental properties and building houses and stuff like that. So it gave me a little bit more comfort level getting into the real estate world too, but, uh, um, but yeah, it's not for everybody. So. Second last question before we get to your contact information, Ryan, if you could go back to a younger version of yourself, so this could be Ryan right before you became a realtor, Ryan before you got into the mortgage space, what advice would you give to yourself? Oh, gosh. Wish I would have known this question in advance. I could have come up with something a little bit more insightful, perhaps. Um, It's one of those things that uh, I often wondered why... Uh, my dad never got me or pressured me or not pressured, but um, introduced me more to becoming what it was like to become a realtor. Because I feel like now that I'm in it, I wish I would have started it sooner. Um, you know, but it's one of those things you kind of just got to let yourself go through the motions of life experience and work experience and figure out what you actually want to do. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing is, is that it's uh, it's a constant grind. And just to know that going into it and um, 
Um, for me, it was, it was, like I said, right towards the beginning of this interview was that, uh, it was still the best decision I've made for my career to date. So I wouldn't uh, necessarily change much, but just more, I went in a lot, obviously going to these ventures with, uh, these business ventures with, uh, fairly naive probably, and that's probably a good thing. Um, but it is a lot of work and it is a constant grind and it's all, you're always working, you're always on. And those are things that I didn't know. And you don't know until you get into it. And so I would just tell myself just to kind of, you know, stick to it. Keep going. Awesome. And lastly, uh, if someone is looking to buy or sell a house, if they're looking for a mortgage broker, if they're a real estate agent who's maybe looking to, to join your team, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you, Ryan? I'm a big phone chatter, so I would love to hear from you over the phone. Give me a call anytime, uh, 306-261-0033. And uh uh, happy to answer any questions that you have about either one of these businesses. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ryan, for coming on and exploring this. I was really excited for the conversation and it lived up to my own hype. So thank you so much for, for sharing your, your wisdom and your experience on both of these. And I would highly recommend that uh, if there is anyone out there who is considering either careers, Ryan was one of the first person that I sat down with. Uh, before I got into the business. And it right. was a really good, frank conversation about what this job would be. So really appreciate that. And thanks for your time, Ryan. Yeah, it was very good. It was a great time. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks again for checking out this episode of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. If you found some value here, do us a favor and hit the like button and subscribe to never miss our weekly episodes that come out every single Monday. If you're in the market for a purchase, renewal, or refinance in Saskatchewan, I am licensed to do mortgages in Saskatchewan, and I'd be happy to help you out with that next transaction. Simply just send me a message using the code in the show notes or link of this video on YouTube. Until next week, I'm Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. Bye for now.